Hello, and welcome to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Steve Regali, Executive Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick. And with me today, I have Chris Armbruster, the Portfolio Manager on the Kane Anderson Rudnick Mid-Cap Growth Portfolio. Chris, equities generally had positive returns during the second quarter but it was dominated by the returns of a few make-a-cap stocks. Can you provide our listeners with your perspective on the second quarter performance of mid-cap growth equities? A multitude of potential landmines have already threatened the global economy in 2023, and it's only July. While the Russia-Ukraine war has entered its endemic phase, it still weighs on foreign relations. A growing rift between the U.S. and China threatens deglobalization. Tech companies, large and small, laid off hundreds of thousands of workers to start the year. Here in the U.S., we witnessed the second and third largest bank collapses in history. And abroad, globally systemic Credit Suisse was subsumed by fellow Swiss bank UBS. We still haven't seen the full effect of the Federal Reserve's unprecedented monetary tightening policy where they are both raising interest rates and, after a brief respite to inject some liquidity into the banking system, continue to shrink its balance sheet. And the yield curve is still meaningfully inverted. A formidable wall of worry, we would say. But climb the wall the market did, with the S&P 500 posting an 8.7% return in the second quarter of 2023, firmly entering a new bull market and bringing the year-to-date gains to 19.6%. And economic data is validating the market move. Q1 GDP was revised up to plus 2%. Household spending increased 4.2%, the fastest growth in two years. And the core PCE ticked down to 4.6%. Reiterating the words from the last podcast that it is still too soon to issue an all clear, but the current market environment feels much, much healthier than it has over the past nine quarters. Companies are being rewarded for streamlining costs, accelerating growth, and embracing disruptive technology like artificial intelligence to help them achieve both of these objectives. Chris, what portfolio holdings contributed to the portfolio performance during the second quarter, and which portfolio holdings contributed the least? The top five contributors to the mid-cap growth portfolio this quarter are functional energy drink maker Celsius Holdings, next-generation database maker MongoDB, Landscape Supply Distributor Site One, Programmatic Advertising Platform Trade Desk, and Automated Bill Payment Enabler Bill.com. The name we would like to spend a little more time with this quarter is MongoDB. Databases are fundamental stores of information that every company relies on to run a digital business. In the beginning, there were relational databases that stored information in rows and tables. Having two dimensions to every entry, naturally meant over time the number of tables ballooned and extracting meaning from the data became more difficult and expensive. Rows and columns are also poorly equipped to handle semi-structured or unstructured data, like application logs, sensor data, images, video, and social media posts. So while the relational database market was dominated by Oracle and Microsoft, the rise of cloud-based software and application development required an evolved solution. The most popular of which is called a document database, and the most highly regarded of the document database companies, 
is MongoDB. In a document database, data is stored in a separate document, one for each that is independent from the rest with unique characteristics. Querying this data is more efficient, needing only to query a primary key, say, the barcode number of an item, to have access to all related information like price, availability, specifications, reviews, videos, etc. MongoDB is still small relative to the rest of the market, having captured a 2% share, but is the preferred database for developers looking to build next-generation software or applications. MongoDB shares took another step up this quarter when investors realized that the artificial intelligence tidal wave will benefit MongoDB and that AI applications and large language models are only as good as the data behind them. And document databases like MongoDB are the most efficient ones on which to train those models. In addition, Mongo has increased its operating margin over 10 percentage points from the end of fiscal year 2022 to the guidance the company gave for this current fiscal year. The bottom five detractors from the mid-cap growth portfolio performance for the quarter were carotid artery disease treater Silk Road Medical, Vision Correction Company Star Surgical, South and Latin American e-commerce and financial technology platform Mercado Libre, Precision Instrument Maker Metler Toledo, and Electronic Fixed Income Securities Exchange Market Access. The detractor we wanted to focus on this quarter is Star Surgical. More screen time and aging populations in a number of large countries continue to fuel demand for vision correction. In the U.S., for example, 75% of the adult population has some vision problem, and over 50% wear glasses, while in China, 80% of the population has some level of myopia. That's trouble seeing at a distance. Many still use contacts and glasses, but a significant number opt for irreversible laser vision correction, which has a number of potential complications. Star Surgical has created an alternative to vision correction with its implantable columnar lens, they can be inserted into the eye in a procedure taking less than 30 minutes, can be removed or replaced if needed, and do not have the same dry eye or halo effect of traditional laser vision correction. Its lenses are made of a proprietary material, and over 1 million have been implanted in patients around the world with a tremendous safety track record. The key geography for STAR over the years has been China, which represents about half of revenue and has continued to post strong growth. The next leg of growth is set to come from the U.S., where the Evo lens was approved at the end of March 2022. Unfortunately, growth has stalled owing to different market dynamics here in the United States. China has big eye care hospitals where patients are treated throughout their lives. These hospitals have all of the equipment needed for Evo procedures, so it's frictionless to use STARS products. In the U.S., most eye surgeons have individual practices, some of which have office-based surgical suites, but some do not, and require the rental of an ambulatory surgical center to do procedures like the implantable columnar lenses from Star Surgical. Not only is it time-consuming, but also can reduce the relative profitability of the procedure to the doctor versus laser alternatives. Based on work we have done, it still appears eye surgeons want to use the STAR products in more procedures, but the pace of adoption could be slower in the near term as those doctors work through surgical suite access and cost equations. 
Chris, as we turn our focus and attention to the second half of 2023, what are the key considerations you are evaluating from a portfolio perspective? As mentioned in the podcast introduction, market breadth has been an open question throughout the duration of this rally. In most fledgling bull markets, one typically sees 80 to 90% of stocks above their 200-day moving average. It is a sign that the broader market is healthy and recovering. In the current run, the number of S&P 500 stocks above their 200-day moving average peaked at around 70%. Was it just 65% at quarter end? And has mostly hovered in the 40 to 65% range through the entire upturn since October 2022. Much of the gains have come from the big seven mega caps Apple, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Meta, NVIDIA, and Tesla. As the year progresses, we would like to see the momentum broaden out with more tangible recoveries taking hold in a more diverse set of industries and across the broader spectrum of market capitalization. Chris, thanks for taking the time to provide your insights to our KaneCast listeners. You've just listened to KaneCast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. For more of our investing insights, head over to our website, www.kane.com. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rednick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.